What do you do when you're in a job interview? Do you keep eye contact just above the interviewer's shoulder? Do you let your gaze wander out the window? Or maybe do you stare directly into their soul for an uncomfortable amount of time? According to the CEO of Gaia, Rizavi, the answer is allegedly the latter. He supposedly sits on a table, cross-legged, and locks eyes in order to scan people and supernaturally appraise them. As weird as this might sound though, Gaia has always been a very spiritual and hippy-dippy type of place to work. Their original name was Gaiam and they sold premium yoga mats. Their CEO was no small player in corporate America. He sold his office supply company, Corporate Express, to Staples in 1999 for over $1 billion. If you can breathe, you can do yoga. Gaiam also did pretty well for themselves and was one of the world's top yoga lifestyle brands in the early 2000s. And I'm not gonna lie, if I were a yoga person, I'd definitely get the one with dinosaurs on it all for myself. I don't care if it says it's for kids, who wouldn't want that? But I digress. When Gaiam was sold, Gaia remained, and they went from selling yoga mats to eventually selling misinformation. It started around 2009 when Gaia moved from mail order exercise videos to a streaming service. Five years later in 2016, Sequential Brands Group bought Gaiam, which still sells those dinosaur mats to this day, and Gaia could pretty much do whatever they wanted. When I was born in the colony of Atlantis, I remember everything we could possibly know about Atlantis, about our mother civilization through the stories of my grandfather in that life. But new results are in, and the story the is far from over. The DNA we extracted does not match any modern human. Just under a year ago, we released a video detailing the discovery. Is the basis of all reality. Love is a force. It's a force that has power. Come on, you can do this. As Business Insider puts it, Gaia decided to precipitate deeper cultural changes. They leaned into New Age material, which, as I spoke about in my Crunchy to Conspiracy episode, led them into some pretty murky waters. There was this very narrow narrative he focused on, one source said, it almost felt like a curriculum for a religion. This yoga company was getting a bit weird, sure. Nothing to be scared about yet though. Nothing to panic over. Nothing to see here, until they found a body. CEO Rezavi dispatched a video crew to the valleys of Southern Peru where a corpse, the Nazca mummy, had been unearthed. Only a few select members of his team were on the mission until in 2017, the Nazca mummy was unveiled to the world through Gaia's documentaries. According to Business Insider, quote, the body looked at first glance, almost human. It sat hunched in a fetal position, its bones visible through its shriveled ash white skin. But the mummified cadaver had just three disturbingly long fingers on each hand. Each foot bore a trio of freakishly long toes. Its eyes were unnatural alien slits. This was it, an actual alien. The Sun said that UFO experts were going wild over the bizarre mummies in Peru, each one stranger than the last. Sure, some branded it as a fake, possibly made of plaster, but other scientists insisted that these beings truly were not human, but extraterrestrial beings. On the surface, it seemed like an incredible discovery, at least for a time. Eventually, scientists seemed to reach a consensus that these alien mummies were a mix of looted body parts. In other words, some truly sick grave robbers knitted together the remains of ancient indigenous corpses to make the strange alien looking bodies, Frankenstein style. White coating may have been added after the fact in order to hide the changes that were made, but real human mummies were used to create them. 
a practice that violates international norms and dehumanizes their corpses. Frankly, promoting this as an alien being is dehumanizing and disrespectful. This is a disturbing practice. And even if those who came across these bodies were unsure as to what they were, this is why we need to wait for scientists to weigh in before just jumping to conclusions. But this didn't matter to Gaia. Instead, they doubled down. So sure of the truth about these mummies? You're probably wondering why Gaia has been quiet on the subject for so long. The answer is simple. Doing actual research takes time. In 2008, a finger bone dated to be over 30,000 years old. And yeah, that's right. Gaia told the world that actual research takes time and that's why they didn't speak out against scientists for so long after their discovery was discredited. Sure, experts across the world doubted their validity, but these former yoga mat sellers were simply doing their due diligence. Now, in case you couldn't tell, I find their scientific method pretty ridiculous. Throughout Gaia's video, they said that they had access to these mummies compared to the experts that didn't have DNA or tissue samples. So, okay, if you're so insistent that the DNA doesn't match any modern human anatomy, then why not allow the doubters to have access to that DNA too? Why not allow third parties to test it? It just seems a bit fishy to me. Now, while many of the comments were supportive, many did point out that not matching modern human DNA doesn't make something alien and it's disingenuous to present it that way. Others pointed out that the Nazca mummy was simply an ad campaign, which turned out to be pretty damn spot on, honestly. And this was Gaia's beginning, the jumpstart they needed for their video streaming service. Already, this doesn't give me high hopes for them, but I'm sure as you can imagine, it gets worse. Much, much worse. It started small and on the surface looked kind of harmless, maybe like another version of the History Channel's Ancient Aliens or something. Back in 2020, when we were all trapped indoors, bored stiff, and probably a bit more vulnerable than normal, that's when Gaia started to gain record numbers of subscribers and fast. Alicia Keys gave the Conscious Expanding platform a shout out, and most notably, Demi Lovato became an ambassador for the brand. Now, this isn't totally out of pocket for Demi. Shortly before joining Gaia, they released a docu-series called Unidentified on Peacock that was sort of a typical ghost hunting show, except with aliens. Ask her if they're here, if there are star people here right now. Are there star people here right now? And I absolutely love Chad Chad's episode about this whole thing. It's hilarious and I highly recommend. But anyway, the point is that Demi Lovato already looked a tad bit ridiculous ghost hunting aliens and insisting we call aliens ETs or extraterrestrials on daytime television. So getting them to promote conspiracy theories was not exactly a stretch here. Now, the thing is, if Demi wants to tell their followers that they enjoy ghost hunting programs and conspiracy theories about the sunken city of Atlantis, then go off. I don't think I'd particularly mind too much if this was the worst that Gaia got, but it simply is not. For example, in December, 2020, Travis from We Are The Kings said that he'd support wearing masks if they worked, implying that they obviously did not, and that he found it troubling how the media promotes a drug before healthy eating in reference to the COVID vaccine. There are a few things wrong with that, even though I won't get too deep into it because sometimes there's just no arguing with stupid. For one, it doesn't matter how many fruits and veggies you eat, COVID was and still is deadly. For two, the vaccine isn't just for you, you selfish, pompous little man. It's also for those who are immunocompromised. Maybe you catch it and barely notice, and that's good for you, but you can still transmit it to others that would not survive. 
I know there's truly no point in arguing with the anti-vax rhetoric because they are set in their ways and have no interest in changing their minds, but I figured I'd just throw that out there at least. The reason for bringing this all up is because Demi Lovato agreed with Travis and said that he had very great points and thanked him for sharing. Now, sure, we can say that Demi doesn't represent all of Gaia's beliefs and vice versa, but Gaia does promote these views too. In fact, the entire site has become a conspiracy theory hub, like how vaccines supposedly cause autism, which again, they don't, and election fraud, which it wasn't. This is far from a relatively harmless theory that ghosts or aliens may be among us or a search for the unknown. It's actively spreading misinformation, pure and simple. I suppose I wouldn't be surprised as the yoga and wellness world has moved towards alternate medicine and alternate theories about the world for years. Now, new age medicine and yoga is far more intertwined with QAnon than we may care to admit. In this way, it's almost fitting that Gaia used to be Gaiam selling yoga mats and now they sell conspiracies. Not that any of them will ever present it this way, of course. Instead, Demi and alleged QAnon members say that they're helping people find freedom of thought. You're simply being given a different narrative from the mainstream and more information, right? But is it really freedom to choose how you think when QAnon and other conspiracies quash statistics, facts, and science that disagree with their narrative? Sure, it's absolutely an alternative way of thinking, but I'd much rather see the unbiased factual data than make up my mind how I feel about it based on opinions. Unfortunately, Demi Lovato isn't the only well-known name promoting Gaia. One of their favorite programs on the show alleges that Atlantis was real and humanity is living in the aftermath of a battle between giants and lizard-like reptilians. Ah, the classic lizard person conspiracy. And wouldn't you know it, Gaia even had the pleasure of featuring the man that popularized this very belief in the modern day, David Icke. Do you claim to be the son of God? Because Terry Wogan said to you on The Wogan Show, you claim to be the son of God, and you said, yes. Well, I'm, I am, yes, I'm saying that. What I'm saying is we're all the children of God, and, but some people come to earth, Jesus was one, there were many more before him, who are actually part of the soul of the Godhead. David Icke claims that he is a piece of the soul of the Godhead here to spread a message of truth to earth. That's what Jesus was, a piece of God's soul. And he, as well as many other powerful beings are also pieces of the Godhead. Sure, we're all children of God, but he's just the golden child, you know? I really just appreciate his humility, you know? In actuality, David is a disgusting anti-Semite who created the lizard person conspiracy based on his own twisted racism. But according to Gaia, he's basically a genius and they handed him his own program on their platform on a silver platter. Not only is Ike a Holocaust denier, but he's so anti-Semitic that he represents discrimination to such a horrific level that he's been banned from Australia completely. I just think you've gotta be pretty awful for an entire continent to say you are not welcome here, but here we are. He also claims that the world is controlled by Jews and that Hitler was controlled and bankrolled by Jewish people. Ike doesn't deny the Holocaust happened, you see. He just says that the history of the Nazi period has been tampered with and that Jews and lizard people who prey on children are controlling the world and government. It's very clear that the scheming Illuminati stereotype David discusses, not me, but the organization, and the standard colonizing lizard man are both stand-ins for Jewish people. As the Times of Israel put it, David has just found his own way to combine sci-fi horror and old-fashioned anti-Semitism, and he's packed stadiums to discuss it. It's been very clear to me over the years that if you're an expert on 9-11, an expert on banking scams and all this stuff, you're still walking around the outer rim of the rabbit hole. You've not even entered it yet. 
Um, and to get deep in the rabbit hole, a number of things are necessary. First of all, you have to be free from pre preconceived idea. Because if you have a preconceived religious belief or political belief or scientific belief, then you're going to go so far and you're going to go any further. Because once you get slightly into the rabbit hole, all those things start to... Ike has said in his 2001 book that he's not talking about one specific race, but a genetic network. However, it's very clear that his conspiracies have not at all been received and taught that way. You can't say in one breath that Hitler was on the Jews' payroll and then in the next insist that your conspiracies aren't meant to target Jews. We know what you're doing. Let's just call a spade a spade here. Still, Ike has tried to walk back how much of a raging anti-Semite he is at times. In his lizard conspiracy, a bunch of random people are running the earth, not any one race or religion. Yet it's always the Jewish people that direct the secret society in these hateful theories. And it's the disgusting anti-Semitic imagery that floats around the internet when discussing this topic that just always seem to come together. The Times of Israel has shown this in their article explaining how damaging his widespread Holocaust denial has hurt and how Holocaust denial in of itself is anti-Semitism. And it's not just Australia either, but Ike has been banned from most of Europe with Dutch authorities deeming him to be a risk to public order. David and his followers likely see this as denying him free speech and a sign that authorities are trying to silence him. Personally, I think there's an important distinction between free speech and hate speech. You can say whatever you want, just be prepared to face the consequences. Justice might take a while, but when you're spewing lies into an echo chamber, it's only a matter of time before that catches up to you. And when it does, it's not very pretty. As for Gaia, his show, Escape the Matrix, may not be as overtly hateful as his books, but the message is still there, loud and clear. While his messages on holographic reality sound like total gibberish, because, I mean, they are, the way he speaks over someone's head to seem intelligent is really just some surface-level bullshittery. Like, let's be real. You're telling your audience that the 1999 film The Matrix is a lot like real life and how holographs are just all around us. Also, can I just say that for someone so intelligent, his show seems entirely unscripted and just sounds like one giant run-on sentence. we call the physical world. It's illusory, physical. And like I say, holographics is now becoming more and more mainstream and center stage because one of the things I've noticed is that the the technological world. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way, like an improv conversation. So yeah, excellent point there, Michael. I mean, mm, David Icke. Now, if only you could show any sources and science to back up those claims, then perhaps I'd unroll my eyes from the back of my skull. Unfortunately though, this is what Gaia promotes. This is who Demi Lovato promotes by watching programs featuring Ike and his ludicrous theories. I truly don't know much about their past, whether it's that Froyo shop controversy or their battles with mental health. I've heard of it and that has absolutely nothing to do with this, plain and simple. I'd criticize anyone who would join a hub of QAnon influencers and treat it like the new Netflix to binge during the pandemic. It doesn't matter if like, it just, it doesn't specifically matter if it's Demi and for the record, Demi's mental health issues or anything that they've been going through is not really what I'm criticizing here. So that's really not on the table. So don't bother bringing it up. Now, I'm not the only one that's been deeply upset by this harmful rhetoric that Demi promotes. One of them told Gaia, quote, promoting dangerous conspiracy content, including ancient alien and lizard people material Gaia uses to lure readers into right-wing extremism. Another stated, I don't care if they want to investigate UFOs or conspiracy theories on their own time. 
What I do care is how they're promoting a site that amplifies dangerous conspiracy theories to the 118 million followers on Instagram. This amplifies an avenue of radicalization to a base of individuals willing to follow in the footsteps of an idol. Truly, this is the problem with Demi's promotion of this platform. If they had realized their mistake and said they were truly only watching for the fun UFO conspiracies and hadn't known how racist and harmful these shows could be, I'd commend them for backing out. Instead, UFO fun times and spooky lizards are more important than how actual real people are traded. So that's just lovely. But let's take a step back for just a moment. Is Gaia as ridiculous and dangerous as it seems? Unfortunately, there's only one way to find out. And before we take a moment to continue on into actually watching Gaia and what is actually contained inside the website, I just wanna take a quick moment to say that if you're not already subscribed to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Illuminati, then you are missing out. We have bonus episodes, episodes without ads, Q and A's, and of course, some amazing letters from Casper and a fabulous community to hang out in. So make sure to check it out, patreon.com slash Illuminati. Contactees, this information system David Rockefeller and all of these interests set up a, a virtual disinformation system which discredited all contactees, all public contact with benevolent extraterrestrial civilization. Now, I promise I did not pay Gaia for this. I signed up for a free trial, watched an episode, and then canceled. I'm not proud of it, but there you have it. Sometimes you gotta get your hands dirty and take a look at it yourself, and sometimes that's what you gotta do. So I told Gaia that I was most interested in their conspiracies and was led to ETs among us. So let's dive right in, shall we? I started with the first episode, UFOs, Witnesses, and Whistleblowers. Aside from the poor quality that looks like it was filmed in the early 1990s, it does read like a documentary. Again, we give so much credit to documentaries and believe that they have some basis in fact, even with the History Channel's cringeworthy and upsetting ancient aliens programs. This is basically that, except taken with a camera so old that it belongs in a History Channel program. When you see astronomers and former government officials say that aliens do exist, you might think, well, who am I to question them? But look at the evidence they present a painting that has floating objects in the sky. They put this on screen, this art from Belgium, right after saying that we may need to rewrite our entire history. You'd think that Gaia maybe would be aware that ancient art isn't proof of aliens, but nope, that is the first piece of evidence they show us, and they have articles about this on their website as well. Also, as an aside, what if this entire time they're just dissing on ancient artists? Like, People at Gaia are saying that this is absolutely a flying saucer, while it's just as possible that a long deceased painter was actually just really bad at getting those fluffy clouds to be exactly the right shape. I think that that would be hilarious if that was the case, like the meme of when an English teacher explains the great deep meaning behind the blue curtains and how it represents sadness in a book, when in actuality, the author simply liked the color blue. Maybe this painter just sucked at drawing clouds. Like maybe it's that simple, but I digress. The point is, it's weak evidence, to put it mildly. We've seen so-called proof of time travelers because of a Greek statue that seemed to be holding a laptop when in reality, it was most likely a jewelry box. Ancient aliens have been debunked as comets and other flying saucers in historical paintings genuinely look like clouds, angels, or the sun. But no, these painters saw aliens and that's the most logical explanation. Plus, because someone with a professional title is saying it, that's how you know it's true. This whole ancient alien art is included in the first portion of the episode, but I continued watching and shocker, it doesn't get much better. 
Afterward, they talk about the Majestic 12, which is a group created by the president at the time to investigate the infamous Roswell, New Mexico incident. One member of the 12 wanted to tell the American people the truth, but he was admitted to a hospital and then fell from a high window mysteriously. The tone and eerie music implies that it was not an accidental death. To keep it hidden from the American people. The secret group called Majestic 12 had a conflict with one of their members, Secretary of Defense, James Forrestal. He wanted to reveal the truth to the American public. Instead, he was admitted to the Bethesda Naval Hospital where he fell from a high window to his death. Of course, they claimed it was a suicide. But the whole Today, entirety of Majestic 12 is a fake. It's a forgery. And the man that they say was pushed out of the window, Forrestal, had taken his own life. He even wrote a note and had been noticeably suffering from severe depression and weight loss in the previous weeks and months prior to his death, as he had given up his post in the White House. Attaching him to a conspiracy without any proof is a massive discredit to his legacy, regardless of how anyone may have felt about him politically. Sure, you might think, well, that's what they want you to think. Of course, the government is going to say it's a forgery and the man hurt himself, but there's actual documentation and proof of both of these things. Whereas the only evidence Gaia presents is just firsthand anecdotal accounts. Their documentary also claims that all US presidents are informed of the presence of aliens, that we're being conditioned to incrementally believe in alien life so that we aren't shocked when it comes true, and that astronauts themselves know aliens exist. Within the first 15 minutes, I have so much whiplash about which narrative they're trying to spin. The first one seems to be that the government knows aliens exist and they're willing to suppress it at all costs. Astronauts are told to keep quiet, presidents are vowed to silence, and anyone that wants to speak on the topic is killed. But then the second story they go by is that the government, even NASA, is drip feeding us information. They slowly, bit by bit, want us to learn the truth. That's why some information is released and aliens are popularized in the media. It's to condition us. Then lastly, a guy being interviewed claims that he had a ton of family members on the moon and in space where they've all taken video of their missions in which they've spotted aliens, but people just don't believe them. And again, the question is, which one is it? Why hasn't the government come after this guy and his incredible evidence if they're trying to suppress this from getting out? I don't even disagree with every single point being made here, just to be honest, but I do think that there's probably some other life out there in the universe. As for how evolved it may be, I don't have a clue. But while I'm open to possibilities, many of the videos that Gaia and conspiracy sites like it were never classified or buried in the first place. They're literally just the deployment of test satellites and things of that nature. There are multiple times those appearing on this program say we have data and we have evidence, but it's never shown, nothing concrete. Also, I have to say Photoshopped images of Mount Rushmore with alien heads and clip art of a man being abducted are not proof. If anything, putting these remedial cartoons into the documentary right after saying you have serious data does not help your case, but it hurts it. I'm open to evidence existing if you have it. And if you have it, show it. For the love of God, stop showing these shitty fucking Photoshopped photos. And this is only one episode about UFOs. This isn't even David Icke's series. But if you can believe that aliens exist, then maybe you can believe abductions exist. Then maybe you can believe aliens are among us. And if aliens exist, why not lizard people? And bit by bit, if your standard for evidence drops, then you might believe just about everything. And in my opinion, that's how Gaia operates. 
Conspiracy theories themselves aren't new by any means, but we've definitely entered a golden age of them. Whether it's QAnon, Pizzagate, Adrenochrome, aliens, lizard people, anti-vaxxers, there's an endless supply right now. If aliens are real, I'm not 100% convinced, <laughs> but I'm probably like 90% convinced. So they get all the top actors and they get the top musicians. The Grateful Dead is played there. Christian German death cult ritual. Their mission statement is... And before we even get into things, let me make this extremely clear. I can't say too much about the situation because the higher-ups will come after me. So here's my conspiracy seen theory. this conspiracy of this guy saw like a giant. This guy was driving and then there's a state and park it's there. it's a ritual where you put all your cares onto this child that you give the idol and they take it very seriously. Even a crease in Biden's shirt apparently sparked a theory because one Trump supporter alleged that he was adjusting a wire. So there you go, a crease in a shirt is now a new conspiracy theory. Yes, conspiracies do exist and some are true, like the government poisoning alcohol during prohibition and using hallucinogenic drugs and experiments. Those things can happen, those things can be buried. But when you actively promote a disproven conspiracy theory, then you're just spreading misinformation and profiting off of other people's fear. And might I add, other people who are vulnerable, exploiting them. The reality here is at the end of the day, that's how Gaia is earning its money. People who are desperate for answers and lost, they go seek it out wherever they can. Gaia draws them in with documentary after documentary about how the government is lying to you. They know the truth. This Netflix of spirituality, as they call it, will set you free, they claim. You can't trust the mainstream media. You can't trust anyone. But you can trust Gaia. For the low price of $11.99 a month, of course. Apparently, Gaia is extremely financially driven despite their utopian rhetoric, according to employees. I can't really say I'm surprised by that, frankly. But Gaia doesn't just impact its customers. Even the employees themselves have been directly harmed by their rhetoric. According to Business Insider, the people closest to these conspiracies are showing signs of taking them to extremes. Not only do they practice rituals to try and combat the weather, embrace the power of crystals, and fear verbal abuse from their bosses, but the workers themselves have begun creating conspiracy theories of their own, that the CEO was invading their dreams. Quote, Eight former employees said colleagues had told them that they thought the company's founder used varying psychic techniques to force his way into their minds to alternately spy on or manipulate them. Employees have also claimed that because Gaia offers blood testing, the company is trying to manipulate workers' genetic data. And some employees even refuse to use certain building entrances because the crystals Gaia places are affecting their energies. Gaia itself even filed a lawsuit against Patty Greer, a content producer for using covert energy weapons. Basically, those that work at this place either partake and believe in conspiracies or they'll be surrounded by them at all times. This rhetoric has made those working at Gaia paranoid and created constant infighting. It's a little taste of what their content can do to someone else. But with all of that being said, that's where we're ending today's episode. I hope you learned something new here today. And if you did, make sure that you're liking, following, and subscribing to stay up to date on all the latest episodes. I really appreciate you stopping by for today's episode. I hope you found it interesting and I look forward to chatting with you in the next one. Bye.